start my discussion with State Representative Walter Hudson. Talkbacks have been rolling in. I want to play this one. Friend of the show, Phil. Good morning, gentlemen. Phil from Jordan. Great show today, as always. I don't know if I have the strength to comment on the all-female city council topic, but I will say regarding the environmental improvements, quote-unquote, in appliances, is a joke. Low-flow toilets, you have to flush three times. Or it brings up that Seinfeld episode with low-flow shower heads. One of the best. Have a great day. State Representative Walter Hudson, thanks for coming in studio this morning. A Happy New Year to you, and good to see you. Happy New Year to you. I'm glad to be here. Appreciate it. The uh, court ruling against the Biden uh, dishwasher regulations. Uh, first off, a bit of good news, right, along with the William Penn uh, statue. A couple of our ridiculous stories of the week brought to you by Advantage Auto Glass. The part of this, though, that made me laugh with the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals ruling was that they said the Department of Energy didn't contest the data that you had to use more energy and more water with the energy-efficient machines, and so they ruled against it. So, you know, I like I was saying a moment ago, the truth eventually will set you free, but you have to find out what the truth is first. And unfortunately, these I have to remind myself that it takes a while to get the truth out to the to the people. Well, and often you have to have the courage to say it when it's not politically expedient. Yeah. Um, before we get started, there's a number of things I want to talk to you about. I, I was uh, thinking ahead of our conversation today, and uh, I'm glad to see that the commentary around what is America truly between being, you know, a republic and a democracy enter into the public conversation on a on a larger level. This large, you know, this stems from Biden's doom and gloom speech. Um, from the previous Friday, but there's been a lot of commentary surrounding this because there is a fundamental misunderstanding. I blame a lot of this on on episode three, Revenge of the Sith and Obi-Wan <laughs> saying <laughs> my allegiance is to the Republic, to democracy. Right. right but, right. but you know, I, I thought a lot about you. You speak on this issue quite often, but I'm glad to see that we're at least having this conversation so people can get a better understanding of what this country is um, and the constant talk of us being a democracy when we're really not a democracy. No, I mean, the fundamental, and there was no ambiguity about this during the founding, the founding generation and the generations that came immediately thereafter uh, would, would have no debate amongst themselves as to whether or not this was the case. Obviously, we're a republic. And the, the meaningful distinction between democracy, uh, which, you know, obviously we have democratic processes, sure. we have elections, we have majority votes in legislatures and, and what have you. Uh, but all of that is tempered with checks and balances. And the purpose of those checks and balances is to protect minority rights. And this is the great irony, right, is that the w- what we hear from the left consistently and constantly is how important minority voices are. And yet everything they do, practically speaking, I mean, from the last time I was in here talking about uh, two school board members in Elk River being censured for having minority viewpoints. Yep. um, Or whether it's President Biden coming out and saying that his political opposition are basically Nazis. I mean, he he literally said that Mm -hmm. uh, and bragging about how many of them he's imprisoned. Okay, Um, the the rights of the minority are the object of a republic. That's what a republic is concerned with. It's ensuring 
that the individual, literally one person facing the entire world, still has his or her rights upheld. That's the point. That's the purpose. And the left would rather have wolves able to vote to eat the sheep. Yeah. Well, and and the listen, we know that you know laws get passed, decisions are made via majorities, but those are supposed to be slim majorities. Yeah. There's supposed to be a level of consensus there. And we all saw what happened last year with the DFL and the trifecta and how they treated mm-hmm. their Republican colleagues in this process. Now again, their majorities were slim but you know better than I do because you were there. I mean, voices weren't even heard. Meetings Correct. weren't even taking place. Right. You, they didn't give a rip yeah. what the minority voices in the legislature had to say, even though they passed things by a slim majority. So they can kind of still make this claim. But it was clear that their intent was, no, we're just going to do whatever the hell we want. We don't give a rip what the, what, what the minority party feels with regard to the legislation that we're working on. 100%. Myself and Senator Eric Lucero met with a, a lot school administrators um, in the STMA school district yesterday. Uh, I spent the whole day at the middle school and the high school. And there was one moment where I had to laugh because... Lucero is talking about the SRO issue, the school resource officer issue. Um, and he, he mentions the fact that he's not on the public safety committee. And I started laughing and he turns to me and he's like, what? I'm like, I am on the public safety committee in the house. <laughs> and it didn't make any difference right. because we never even heard that provision, yeah. right? Like that's, that is how aggressively they evaded any sort of scrutiny, not just from the minority, but from the public. Like, from people who actually have to implement their policies. Yeah. And you would think that, and maybe this is irrelevant, but I'm going to say it anyways. I mean, you would think just from a strategic standpoint, you would at least act like you are. But they didn't even do that. There was just, there, and there continues to be an arrogance. I saw Andy Smith. He had uh, tweeted out how proud he was that Minnesota's tax system is the most equitable among states. And he didn't even word it like, that kindly in his in his sure. tweet when we talk about the progressive how progressive we are in terms of our um, in terms of our tax code uh, here. So I want to get to that time permitting. Let's get to the main topic of what we were going to cover. We'll start with a talk back from the iHeart uh, Radio app. So a question for Walter Hudson when he's on. Last year, the legislature was so proud and champion abortion for all. This year, it's going to be at taxpayer expense child care for all. One's killing babies, one's taking care of babies. Do we even know what we're doing in this state anymore? Or are we just swirling the drain? Well, we'll have a legislative session coming up, but you want to uh, comment on the uh, on the talkbacker there, Walter? That is the question of the 2024 election. Who are we? Yeah. What is the content of our soul? Uh, who are we as a state? Who are we as a people? Are we a people that believes that the pinnacle of coming alongside women is prying open their womb to enable them to kill a nine-month gestational age, fully developed child mm-hmm. of theirs. Is that is that all we have to offer? Is that our, our final offer in terms of what we're able to provide for our sisters, for our mothers, for the women in our lives? Like, our best offer for them is, we'll let you kill your kids. Yeah. Right. We're not going to talk about 
the 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 society that they live in. We're not going to talk about the way that men treat women. We're not going to talk about the way that women treat each other. We're not going to talk about the social pressures that drive someone to make this decision because, and that, and that's the thing is this is not a, this is not a decision. And this is actually something that the other side, they often cite this when they're arguing for their abhorrent policies. Mm-hmm. This is not a decision that women make lightly. Women are driven to this decision because of how we treat them as a society, because of how cheaply we regard them, because of how their boyfriends and their husbands treat them, because of how society pressures them to be a girl boss, because of how much we degrade the essential role of bringing life into the world and raising up the next generation. Are we going to talk about that? Are we going to provide supports for women? Or are we just going to tell them, kill your kids, that's the solution, be hollow, live in grief, and that's our best offer for you. Our best offer for you is a life of regret and emptiness and nobody at your bedside when you die. They've become so... And I used the term brain dead earlier. I don't know how else to describe it. I was talking about the coverage around the all-female city council in St. Paul. And I understand the coverage and, and its uniqueness. But there is a, a lack of curiosity surrounding all of the reasons why this is supposed to be unique and special. Why a group of women should should be any different than any individuals who are hired to a city council in terms of the decisions that they're made. And I want to take that same sort of mindset and apply it to Governor Tim Walls. And he's predicting it being a key year in protecting abortion rights in Minnesota. Yes, this is 2024, not 2023. I believe he's talking about a constitutional amendment on this but the underpinning of this and the lack of understanding to me and what i find so disturbing and it goes to your question of who are we what is the soul of this state because walls is almost applauding the fact that people are coming in women are coming Mm -hmm. in from other states to have abortions and almost giddy over the opportunity of providing a constitutional amendment to solely drive out, you and I both know, I'm going to be cynical here, but it's true. He just wants to make sure that he keeps the number of individuals coming out to the polls as high as he possibly can. He yes. believes this is the way that he can do it. But there's a lack of understanding of, do you understand what it is that you're promoting here? This isn't, even if you are pro-choice, what you said was spot on. This is not a decision that women take lightly, and yet you're treating it you know, like I'm like I'm, you know, like it's a cut or like it's no issue or whatever. No, right. this is a serious issue. You're devaluing this. And that's what I find so disturbing is that the governor doesn't even understand the gravity of what he is saying when you're actually applauding individuals and uh, excuse me, females birthing people who are coming into this into the state to make that decision. And that's what I find just so abhorrent about the whole thing. I mean, along with a number of other things as well. So if you read the Star Tribune article from yesterday that you cited, uh, talking about Governor Walls, like you say, celebrating and eagerly looking forward to the idea of amending the Minnesota State Constitution to, again, enable, uh, which is, already, by the way, this is already legal. What I'm about to describe is already legal in Minnesota. How much further could they go? Um, (laughs) To enable the killing of a nine-month gestational age, fully developed child 
Okay, that is currently legal in the state of Minnesota. We want to amend the Constitution to ensure that that's going to be eternally legal. That's that's Governor Wall's proud agenda for 2024. Um, this would be the first time, in my knowledge, that the Minnesota state constitution would be amended for the purpose of denying civil rights to an entire category of human beings. That's what we're talking about doing. This is morally worse than if you were to repeal the 13th Amendment to the United States Constitution. This is morally worse than if you were to reinstitute chattel slavery. This is amending a state's constitution within America for the purpose of killing people. That's what this is. And and here's 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 the real kicker on this. All right. Governor Wall says in that Star Tribune article, he he laid his cards completely on the table. They have total arrogance. They have no fear, no fear of God, no fear of you. No fear of decency at all. He said, Republicans aren't going to talk about this issue. Republicans are going to shy away from it because they know that Minnesotans disagree with them. So here's my challenge to my fellow Republicans. Okay. You've got two choices and only two. You can do exactly what Tim Walls expects. Mm -hmm. You can do what the, the, uh, paid political consultants and the experienced losers in this state advise you to do. Um, you can, you can walk right into the political strategy that the Democrats have set up for 2024, which is they're going to sell this state on its best character being the killing of nine month gestational age, fully developed children. Or you could take the approach that we need to fight that tooth and nail. We need to stand up for righteousness. We need to do the hard thing. We need to be like Abraham Lincoln. I've been studying Lincoln lately for various reasons. And I I just have to ask myself, did, did Lincoln wake up in the morning and ask himself, what's the easiest thing for me to do today? What's going to cause me the least amount of trouble? I wonder what the polling says when he was confronting slavery. Did FDR wake up on December 7th, 1941 and think, gee, what's what's going to be the most politically expedient way for me to respond to this? What happened to American courage? Yeah. Where did it go? Well, we're already seeing talking with State Representative uh, Walter Hudson and we're already seeing and I won't go there at the moment, but we're already seeing individuals stepping up to run for particular offices that are Republicans, but they're taking the other stance of what you're taking. They're taking this yep. nuanced approach. They're coming out and wanting. And, and and even from my perspective, you know, I've tried to look at this strategically as being the talk show host, not serving in the legislature, not ever going to run for office. But I, I I absolutely agree with what you're with what you're saying. And it goes back to how you started the conversation. And that is we have to answer the question of who we want to be. And if we don't stand up for what's right, we're not going to get the answer to that question. Yeah. We're not going to know who we want to be if we're going to cower. And at this point in time, with the way that the DFL has conducted themselves, Republicans have everything to gain and nothing more to lose. You got it. If you you stand up for what's right. And that's the simple truth. It's just what's right. And so I was I was 
I was bummed, it's understatement, when I saw particular stories and I'm going, why? Please, other individuals step up because that's not the way that we're going to end up saving the future generations, saving lives. We've got to start standing up for ourselves and what we actually believe in. And I'll be, and again, I'll be honest, it's something that I have struggled with. But at the end of the day, I know, no, you got to stand up for, for what's right. You've got the president of the United States calling his political opposition Nazis. You've got the yeah. president of the United States bragging about how many of his political opponents he has imprisoned guys we're past the point where the noble statesman act is going to work this is war and it's war for right it's war for the most elemental goods that exist life righteousness decency the capacity to even choose whether or not you're going to be a good human being that's what's at stake and so are we going to fight for it are we going to play games? Because and you're you're absolutely right. There is nothing to lose. How what we're going to have less of a minority, <laughs> right? Right. And listen. Right. And here's and here's my position on it. I've lived in Minnesota for the vast majority of my life. I grew up here. My formative years were here. I love this state. If this state decides that the answer to the question of who we are is we're a people that prioritizes and enshrines in our founding document the capacity to kill our children. If that's what this state decides, if that's who this state is, then it will be time to leave. Yeah, yeah. It will be time to leave at that point. So let's fight as if that's what's at stake, whether or not we're going to be able to keep our homes. Talking with State Representative Walter Hudson, just about out of time, but I want to add another element to this, and it goes back to some of the lighter stories we were talking about earlier and a bit of the commentary that I was giving in the prior segment. And this is not a patting on the back, but this is as an example of what can be accomplished because you do have to get the truth out there. And I'm convinced that there are many, many people. Tens of thousands of individuals in the state that don't truly know what's going on. And it's going to take the leadership, those running for office, to get out there and speak the truth to make yes. them aware. Because we've Correct. seen it happen on, we've seen it happen on relatively doing nothing with my fingers, minor issues like court ruling against Biden and dishwasher regulations. Yeah. We've seen a change as it relates to removing a statue. But why are those things happening? Because people are speaking out. That's right. People are finding out the truth. Why are corporations turning back away from DEI, critical race theory? Because on a long enough timeline, you keep hammering it. Right. People find out the truth. The foundation the DFL is on is made of sand. Correct. But the only way people are going to see that is if you go and you show them and you talk to them. And that's going to be up to the GOP and the state to step up to the to the plate and make that and make that happen. And everybody listening, doing whatever they can do within their means and the life that they are living to help out as well. You got it. I mean, this the so the question on the 2024 ballot is, who are we as a state? What is the content of our soul? And the question that has to be answered prior to that and will be answered prior to that is who are Republicans? Yeah. What is the content of our soul? Yeah. Do we actually believe these things that we talk about? Do we actually care in any way about these issues or are we just a bunch of charlatans are we just a bunch of cowards are we not going to stand up for what's right in the moment when it's called for are we are we not the men and women for this moment yeah is that's the question that needs to be answered and look listen we're going to find out in short order by the end of this year we will know yeah we'll have both, an answer across the board <laughs> both who republicans in this state are and 
who people in this state are. We're going to find that out, and then we'll be able to make decisions as heads of household and members of families in 2025 um, regarding how we're going to respond to what's been declared. We're out of time. We've got Liz Collins from Alpha News uh, coming, in stu- uh, coming in studio. I know you're going to be back with me again next week. We can continue this conversation. Before I let you go, though, you have an event you're taking part in, I believe, coming up next week. Let's Correct. get a bit, of a, a bit of a preview on that so people can start making plans now. I very much appreciate that. So on the 18th, which I believe is a Thursday, I'm going to be moderating a debate between the two Republican candidates seeking endorsement for Congress in CD2. It's going to be taking place at the Twin Oaks Middle School in Prior Lake. Doors open at 6. The debate starts at 7. Again, that's Twin Oaks Middle School in Prior Lake. The 18th, doors open at 6. Debate that starts at 7. Appreciate it. Walter Hudson, State Representative. Man, as always, thank you so much for the time, for what you do. We'll have you back in uh, again next week. Happy New Year to you. You too.